Welcome everybody to our weekly Halacha podcast. We'll continue talking today about the proper respect due for mitzvahs. We mentioned last ty- last week different types of different types of mitzvahs. There are things that Tashmisha Kedusha, things of holiness, objects of holiness such as tefillin, mezuzahs, etc. And when those must be treated with proper respect, obviously you can't take them into the bathroom ever, or any separate swarm for that matter. Anything with God's name on it, taken into the bathroom, it wouldn't be appropriate. Wouldn't be proper respectful. Wouldn't be respectful. And even we said when they become tattered, they have to be buried in a cemetery, buried in, in the ground, to show proper respect. Then there are certain mitzvah, tashmishi mitzvah, so mitzvah ob- objects, which while they're being used for the mitzvah, so those mitzvahs, let's say for example a talis or something like that has to be used in a proper, in a manner with proper respect also. You, we said, mentioned last week, you shouldn't use the talus to, to wipe your glasses, for example. Talus also should not be worn in the bathroom. Said so says the talus cotton is allowed to be worn in the bathroom because that's meant as clothing. Talus godel is meant for something which is worn for prayer and therefore it's shown a greater respect, greater amount of respect. There are different opinions regarding the propriety of wearing talus cotton on one's own skin rather than over an undershirt. Some people say that's not respectful to the garment to wear it directly on one's skin. Other, other postmen seem to say that it's pronounced that it's acceptable. However, it's one thing is if a person is playing ball, for example, and he's getting very sweaty, and the issue at hand is whether he should take him off completely or can he wear him directly on his skin, then it seems some postmen seem to say that it's probably better to wear, this, wear the tzitzes against his skin than not to wear them at all. There is no obligation to wear tzitzes at night. The mitzvah tzitzes only by day. And therefore, going to sleep with tzitzes is also not a requirement at all. However, there are those that say Kabbalistically that it's proper for a person to wear tzitzes when going to sleep at night because it brings a certain element of shmir, a certain, a certain element of protection on the, to the person. And therefore, that would, be, that would be acceptable. But something, because it may, might not be respectful to wear the same tzitzes that he wears during the day at, at night, Therefore, there are those that say that you should have a special pair of tzitzes that it's only worn at night. And it wouldn't, not the same tzitzes that he wears during the day. Additionally, wearing the same tzitzes that he wears during the day, and he hold, hold, wears them until the next day, there's a big question about making a bracha, because since he's still wearing it, he never took them off. There's never, he has never took his mind off the tzitzes, so to say, they probably wouldn't have to make a bracha the following day. So if you do wear tzitzes at night, it'd be proper to wear a separate, a different type of a, a different garment. So these are objects of mitzvahs. The same thing would be applicable, let's say, for example, a shofar. Shofar also probably should not be taken into the bathroom or a lulav and an esrog. All these different types of things have to show proper respect. Now then, but there's after that, though, these are things that are tashmisha mitzvah, things that were once used for a mitzvah, but are, are no, longer, no longer applicable. Examples of that would be, for example, tzitzah that became posler, became disqualified. One tzitzah no longer can be used. So those over there, you're allowed to use them for mundane purposes, perhaps, but you're not allowed to use anything, you're not allowed to use it in a disgraceful manner. So tzitzis, even after it becomes, dis- even if it's no longer usable, you can't put to- throw it directly into the garbage. It doesn't have to be buried at all, but it should be wrapped up something like in a piece of paper or something in a bag before, and then perhaps put next to the garbage, not directly into the garbage, so the garbage will pick it up together with the other garbage, but at least you're not you're not treating it in a disrespectful manner. This would also hold true insofar as the the aravas, for example, people use for hashanas on hashana rabba. There too, it would not be appropriate to put them directly into the garbage. 
Same thing also with the Hanukkah menorah. After a person, when the lights the menorah, after the, the oil or if the candles are burnt out, the little remnants of a little remnants of the wax that's left over or the oil should not be discarded or even the, the wicks should not be discarded directly into the trash. They should be wrapped up first. Some people have the custom, they say, since it was used for a mitzvah once, it's appropriate to use for another mitzvah. There are some people who will use, let's say, the leftover of the lulav, for example, or the leftover hashanas, or leftover oil and, and wicks. Some people will hold on to that till Pesach. And when they burn the chumbets, Erev Pesach, they'll put these things into the, into the fire also. But I think many people, they tend to do that, and they put it away. But when it comes Erev Pesach, they forget all about it. And therefore, they have a collection of old lulavim and things in their house. So in that type of situation, it's permissible to wrap it up and to put it next to the garbage for it to be able to be collected. It's not necessary for it to be, it's not necessary for it to, to, to be buried. The same thing holds true as far as the boards of a sukkah or the schach after sukkahs. That too should not be treated disrespectfully. If you do throw it out, it should be wrapped up and kept put next to the, next to the other trash and then it can be taken away. But it shouldn't be used, it shouldn't be put directly into the garbage. It's also inappropriate. It wouldn't be proper also to a person to step on the walls of the sukkah when they're on the ground, for example. Also, also disrespect. The famous story about the Chassam Sofer that was once you know, somebody came to him for, for an interview to be accepted into his yeshiva. And he came as a very knowledgeable boy. The boy was quite, quite scholarly. But the Chassam Sofer saw that when he came that there was a sukkah that had just been dismantled and he saw the boy had walked and stepped on top of the walls and without, without any, with very pretty in a carefree manner. And the Chazan Sofer felt that this fellow showed the disrespect, showed a lack of respect for, for Torah also. He didn't want to accept him into his yeshiva. The tzitzah strings, if, once they're, if they're cut off, if, they're, if they fall off, also same thing. You're not supposed to put them into, you know, you don't have to put them into shamus necessarily or to be buried, but again, they can, they can be they can be wrapped up. Some people use tzitzis as a bookmark and a safer also, for that matter. That's also acceptable use for for the tzitzis. Now, tashmish to tashmish, which means to say it's one step further removed. Not only was not used for the mitzvah, but it's used it's used something for the mitzvah. But not not you know, not like the tzitzis garment itself. Let's say the talis bag. The talis bag itself has no kedusha at all. Doesn't have, to have any holiness on it at all, and probably doesn't even have to be treated with, that res- with respect, because it's not. It's not. It's no bearing on the mitzvah. The same thing holds true for the challah cover, for example, that's used on Shabbos, or even a, a, the wine cup, the wine goblet, the kiddush cup. Those have no condition to them whatsoever. They're used perhaps to hold something, the mitzvah, to hold the the, the wine in it. So therefore, you know, it, it's it, it's a nice thing, but it doesn't have a kedusha to it, and therefore. If you want to be able, if you want to cover it over, that can be that's okay. But you don't have to cover it over. You can even put it can be tossed directly into the garbage as well. Obviously, if the kiddush cup or the challah cover has psukim written on it, then of course it cannot be thrown into the garbage. You have to be that, that would if it has psukim, you have to put it actually into the shemos. We required to put it into the shemos. The same thing holds true also. Now, if it's a tefillin bag, it's a little different because since the tefillin is much greater kedusha, tefillin bag has some element of kedusha holiness too. The same thing applies to the Aron Kodesh, for example, the Sefer Torah is being held. Even after the Sefer Torah is no longer there, or even after, matter, let's say, it's been dismantled, it's still you're not allowed to use it for anything else. You can't take the Aron Kodesh and make it into a bookshelf afterwards. It's decreasing the holiness. It's considered disrespectful. So if it, wants, if it wants to be used, it'd have to be, it'd have to be 
either 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 buried or it have to be something like that. But it wouldn't be able to just use it for something else or treat it dis- disrespectfully. Have a great week, everybody. And Bezos Hashem will be again together next week. Ever think about starting your own podcast? The Maverick Podcasting Network makes creating and running your podcast easy and fun. Visit maverickpodcasting.com to get started today.